Vaping nicotine has become widely popular over the past few years, but nicotine is highly addictive, expensive, and quickly loses its buzz as after you build a tolerance. Did you know that your body produces something way less harmful and non-addictive but gives a consistent, satisfactory buzz every time? That substance is called methane gas, and we expel large amounts of it every time we fart. Here at Pooty Vapes, we have created a product that allows, you, that allows you to capture your body's methane gas so you can reuse it for your own pleasure. Now you can kick the habit of nicotine while still enjoying the psychoactive benefits it provides. How does it work? Simply insert a cartridge into your bottom and fill it throughout the day. Then plug the cartridge into your pooty vape and you're good to go. Each cartridge provides 250 puffs, which lasts up to three days. Pooty vapes are a one-time purchase that you refill on your own body's natural processes, making this product safer for the environment and your wallet. Don't waste another minute. What are you waiting for? Try pooty vape now at your local smoke shop. Pooty vape, get high on your own supply. think i've i've had to bite my tongue so hard uh, we're so sorry. desperate for sponsors these days we're just taking everyone <laughs> yeah so. and i uh that was the hardest one too because you know i don't i don't pre-hear these sponsors we just they just come <laughs> on through and i just listen and uh hang on for my dear life so wow but hey, hey. we're back everybody that's right oh. we didn't we didn't yeah oh yeah Applause. we got our audience here thank you yeah. oh my god every <laughs> Every episode is filmed in front of a live studio audience of millions of people. It's insane. That we squeeze into Watson's apartment. Yeah. Everywhere I go, they're just here. It's annoying, but hey, thank you. You know, thank you everyone for being here. Guys, we're back. We didn't just stop for another six months. Uh, another pandemic didn't happen. I mean, we're still in one, but <laughs> we're, we're, you know, vaxxed and ready to have sex. Vaxxed and, and uh, waxed. I don't know. <laughs> vaxxed and waxed and ready to have sex. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's good to be back, everybody. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Sean Fawson, and this and is I'm Alex Watson. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if if you can't tell, this show is a goofy show. We like to be serious, but you know what? This episode, we're just like let's let's be goofy. I'm feeling you know? goofy because I'm excited for this for this episode. Yes, this is going to be a really um, fun episode. Before we get into it, let's just do a quick update because yes. in the last episode, wow, we announced. Yes. What you were doing. I was doing crowdfunding for a movie, a horror movie, my very first one. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm very excited to announce that it's fully funded. Whee! Holy shite. Yeah. 60K, which, you know, for normal people like us, that is a lot of money. But in the movie business, it's still little, but... You know, I, I had a really great team. Thank you to some of you because a lot, you know, we did get some of our audience who who uh, got to specifically shout out Keith. He's been following us for quite some time and he listened to the last week's episode and donated, which is great that people are still listening because, yeah. With, Thanks for with, listening to the whole yeah. episode because the audio quality, <laughs> hopefully this one is better. Yes, so. yes. The, the, the joys of podcastum. But thank you, everybody. I'm so excited. Now it's like I thought I would have a time time to breathe, but now I'm from focusing from crowdfunding to focusing on pre-production, and we're shooting 
in August, and it is July 21st. <laughs> just go, go, go. So we are just, yep, bracing ourselves and hating it hard. So thank you so much. This is this is insane. And I don't, I can't give specific names, but I can say we've had a two-time Emmy winner back it. We've had a Oscar winner back it. I'll tell you guys after the show. We <laughs> oh, had a, and then we had a very pretty famous voiceover actor also back it. So very cool. It's crazy to live in LA and have all these connections with Hollywood that it's just like, yeah, or sorry, improv. And because of improv, you just get a lot of connections with people. And yeah, so. Well, congratulations, buddy. You deserve it. Thank you. I'm excited. We're going to have to figure out when we can do this next because i we just to prepare y'all we might have a little bit of a break because august next is busy. week yeah next week i'll be in jersey for a wedding and then the next week i'll be in utah prepping and then yeah that next week is filming and then yeah but when we come back we better maybe i'll we'll do talk a ge- about... another guest host with the uh, sadiq or oh, something yeah, so. he'd love it he would oh no wait well he's filming with us <laughs> <laughs> But either way, you know, it, but we'll you can't do it, it with Jai because I want to be with Jai when you guys do it. So because yeah. he hasn't been on yet. Right. We talk no, about it all yeah. the time. We'd always right. talk about the mysterious Jai. I know he so. has his own. Did you did we do you? Did you launch that one? Yeah, you had, he has his own podcast. Yeah, he has a podcast. See, Jai, we got a, Jai we got the a boss. cross podcast. You can check out Jai the Boss. We've had Martha Reeves who sings Dancing in the Streets and Dang. Heat Wave. And we've had Frida Payne and uh, some pretty cool people That's on there. Cool. So. But what's up with you? Ah. Uh, <laughs> here let me let me take a hit of my pooty vape real quick <laughs> he really is hitting a vape so i'm wondering um, no i so i mean i've been seeing someone i don't know if i said that in the last oh, episode that's been really nice but that's like this is the first time i mean you've told me about her but i don't know if you've said like you've yeah seen you know so. i i just accepted after a while i was like if you're going to be in a relationship it's just going to be hard because women are difficult and this person has proved to me that, that it doesn't have to be that way nice. so it's been so easy she taught it's so easy to talk about things yeah she doesn't get upset about things and i'm just like it's a paradigm shifting i'm like this is so yeah chill that's one of the things exactly that I've, I've learned too about like relationships is like i used to go into relationships being like oh okay this is the next step. This is the next step. And then I have to do this and yeah. they have There's to do this. There's going to be a lot of expectations exactly. that I have to meet. And if I'm not doing this, then I'm doing something wrong or they're not meeting my expectation when it's just like, Hey, just going for the ride. Yeah. Have a good time. If they reciprocate and they, f- and you feel good with them, then keep going with them. If they're not get out, like it's, it's, it, yeah. So that's, that's cool, man. I'm excited for you. Yeah. And then I, I got a chance to go back to Utah for a couple of days, see some fam. I got a, I got Cute. a three year old nie- or three month old niece, uh-huh. Chloe, that I got to meet for the first time. So Cute. shout out Chloe. And then shout I do have Chloe. a three year old niece. Her name's Isabel. So I got to see Izzy as well. So nice. it's always nice to see fam. Yes. It's rejuvenating, grounding. And, yeah. yeah. It's just such a, it's a weird like endorphin release. I feel like every time you kind of get to see family and friends, which we didn't get a lot of during <laughs> quarantine. So oh, sure. it's nice to, nice to be back. So that's, that's awesome. about it. Yeah. So cool, man, dude. Well, okay. Shall so, we? Th- I think we said it was about three years ago. Man. Uh, we had a guest. I worked with this gentleman. At a, we, were, we worked at a bar together and I was like, he's pretty cool. <laughs> But we were, That's right. I was so just impressed at how easy it was to talk to him. Yeah. And when he came on the show, it, we, we just all gelled so great. So I was, I was like, we got to have him back. And he's got, a, he's done a lot in the past few years. So let's give it up for Christian Prentice. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> Audience <laughs> is <going> crazy. <laughs> I'm raising my own roof. I love it. I love it, man. However, have you been? Feel it's been three years. Like, oh yeah, I just I don't, the mic if you need I would, to. I don't want to break anything. Uh, it's <laughs> no, okay. So yeah, it's been three years. Three long Tell years. us what happened day one after our podcast. <laughs> uh, take us day by day. Yeah. <laughs> I was. What'd you have for breakfast the next? Aliens. Whoa! Uh, oh. They served a delicious breakfast burrito. <laughs> okay, all right. Followed by some gentle anal probing. Okay, Ooh. wow, not bad. Uh, yeah, three years. Uh, last time I was here, I was working on a feature that was shooting in like Costa Rica and Canada so cool. and about sci-fi adventure film. Yeah. Proximity. Uh, proximity. It's on Amazon Prime if you guys want to check it out. Hell yeah. Uh, I play like a sort of like hippie hacker living yeah. in the jungles of Costa Rica. And I, I, uh, I recently, I checked it out to prepare for this and <laughs> I, I loved it. Oh, weren't you saying also that uh, you had to have a wig for some of it? Yeah. So like the first, we shot it over like three years and the first half of the shoot, I had like my real hair was grown out. It's super yeah. long and like in a man bun. And then I went to do the blue man group for like six months mm -hmm. in New York and Chicago. And then when I came back, I couldn't, I couldn't fit my long hair under the bald cap. So I had to cut it all off. And then they were like, fuck, what do we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the director like got a wig and me and him would, he just like would glue it to my head every morning <laughs> that we were shooting. And I would, we shot the second half of the movie, like in Washington with this, this hilarious wig on. So wow. I, I didn't that's really cool. notice, but there was one shot where the light was direct and your hair looked a little redder, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but that's about all that yeah. I noticed. Yeah. So. Same, same from here. So, I mean, if, if I'm struggling to notice it, I think it's a pretty good job. That's cool. So, and that movie came out last year. Uh, yeah. Last May. It that's came out awesome. last May. So, Oh, that was my other question was like, it was like a two year, gap so was there a reason for that or well, so it was an independent film and the director eric demusi he's also like he's an incredible visual effects artist yeah oh. um he's won an emmy for his work in in that field and i think he was doing a lot of those effects on his own mm. or with a small team and so i think anytime you're adding like he would create entire shots like with special effects. And so I think it's just a long process to do sure. every, every shot, like thousands of effects and inserts and things. So I was, I was very impressed by the effects. I mean, uh, some of those, like the scenes when stuff's like the salt sh shakers were floating through the air is like, yeah, that looks real. Yeah. So. I mean, it looks like a, like, it looks like it has <laughs> or, a much higher budget than what it did. When, when they pull the arm off, <laughs> that was a cool scene. Yeah. Like when we shot that, it was, it was legit just, the actor holding their arm out and then we were the alien was like a c stand with a piece of like masking tape on it and as an eye line we're just like okay act like this is like an, an incredible alien it's just like a metal rod with you know arms wow. and so wow you know magic of making movies i guess that's fun because i you know you always see that in like behind the scenes stuff where they you know yeah they're looking at tennis balls and so i always wonder like how it would be to have to just Wow, there's an entire alien standing in front of me, but it's just a tennis ball. So how do you? How would you? This is the kind of stuff that fascinates me. So how did you like mentally get that? Like, is it something that you can just do, or did you have to like like mentally prepare yourself for? Hey, that's not a C stand. That's an alien. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, like a C stand with blue masking tape is already kind of weird enough. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. People, it's like this thing isn't a human. Yeah, this is a skinny piece of metal, and that's I guess cool. this alien's skinny and tall and weird. Yeah. So, so using that emotion it, already. Yeah, it sort of helped, and then you know, a little sprinkle of your own imagination. I think. Yeah. You know, kind of gets it over the finish line. <laughs> how how much of your imagination was close to the end product? Anything at all? <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I mean, a little bit. Like, you, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the aliens would look like until yeah. I saw the movie. Okay. Um, so they didn't fun. give you, like, art or anything? To... Yeah, maybe, like, some er- early on art, but so much can change. Right. Yeah. Um, but, like, once I saw the movie, I was like, these look, these look fucking legit. Like, nice. I was impressed with all of the special effects and, like, all the trailers as they were coming out showed a lot of really cool stuff. Like, there's yeah. a shot where, like, one of the characters is, like, sucked up into the, into the air, and, like, they did that with, like, they just attached them to a harness and lifted them up and then had like leaf blowers underneath there's all this like footage on like the dvd they have like an extras like the making of proximity oh cool so if you oh, actually okay. like, buy the physical copy you get access to like the blooper reel and all oh, this cool. stuff and could you get that off amazon too i think so yeah i mean I'll find that yeah, yeah I, that'd be cool yeah I, I, i've got a physical copy of it and and i I watched all these things and I was like, that's how they did that. Yeah. I'm like, we're making the movie. I'm that's like, cool. <laughs> like, so ignorance is so much of this stuff. I'm yeah. Fascinated. So, a couple more about the making. Like there, there was a lot of shooting on a train, right? You guys yeah. did a lot on the train. Was it, was it moving while you were shooting for some of those? Yeah. Every, every shot was moving. Wow. It was a real train in Washington. Um, it, <laughs> we only had like a certain amount of like length of track before we had to like stop and, go back the other way so so you had complete control of the train yeah we had complete control over the train we would go one direction and then because of like the way that the light was we would have to like completely flip everything on the inside of the train as we shot the reverse like going back so that it matched continuity wise yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool but yeah it was it was cool i mean everything on the train was a real moving train um and there was a plane scene as well how did that we shot shot on a plane a real plane we weren't in the air um okay for, it was just at night and you had the cameras outside yeah we shot it in the day i know i know wow. the scene was, so that the exterior of that is all like cgi it's all <laughs> wow, and nice. then the interior is like this little 15 year old kid and me and the other two leads and they're like act like it's a loud like engine plane over the like Costa Rica or Vancouver, wherever the fuck we were going. Yeah. And so I'm just like screaming like a Will Ferrell. I'm like, ah, this is the guy, he's a pilot in training. And like, he's got like this little like, like Nacho Libre vibe, just like innocent. Nice. And, uh, but it was, it was cool what they did with it, with the budget that they had. So that's really cool. How would, how do you have the patience? Cause man, I would be so excited to see this thing come out. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have it. I was emailing him. Like, I was like, so when are we going to see this movie? Like, yeah. texting him, like, so is it coming out anytime yeah. soon? My like parents this movie know. that I'm, you know, that I get to do, like I'm editing it. So yeah. like I get to just see it the whole time. But if I, and don't get me wrong in, in, in a, in a magical universe, I wouldn't have to edit it. So maybe I won't have to, but like, man, I am very excited that I do get edited a little bit in the sense of like, I will get to see it constantly, right. <laughs> but that might also be a bad thing. So that's why I'm hoping for, <laughs> but yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I know that this dude, Eric and his, his crew, he's like, he, he wrote it, he directed it. Wow. He did the visual effects. He edited it. Like he oh, was wow. very hands-on with like almost every aspect, like his roommate and best friend, like he worked at red studio. So they got like all these red cameras for free Ooh, and we, <laughs> and like, they're, they're just so talented as like filmmakers. Like our crew in Costa Rica was six people. It was the director, the DP, the sound guy, and then the three principal cast and everybody, everything else was like done in post or we just like gorilla shot it like yeah. around the streets of like Damn. Costa Rica or like on the boat ride over to our hotel that night where like real dolphins were like jumping. <laughs> yeah. Out. I saw that oh, shot. Wow. So, so, it, so you just got lucky with just that got shot. Lucky with that shot. But That's it was, cool. it was cool to like just travel and see the world and 
you know, experience a different a different place, you know, and get yeah. paid to make a movie. So I gotta ask the yeah, stereotypical no, question. No, please, I love it. I love it. <laughs> what was the audition process like? The audition process was was super cool. I got so originally they did a um, like a short, like a fundraising uh, teaser film that they hmm. asked me to audition for to play the lead, and I was like, I'm busy with something. I can't. Sorry. And then they were like. We're we're still looking for like the the ISRP robots that he's like Android robots. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to do one of those? And I was like, I'm still busy, sorry. And then they, I guess they got enough money to start it, and so then they started casting and auditioning for the feature. Nice. And they had cast the lead, and then they asked me to come in for Zed, this role that I ended up booking. And I go in and I, I audition. Felt really good about it. I leave, and then like a few weeks later, I get a call back to do a chemistry read with the actual guy who had, had booked the lead, Ryan Masson, who's a dear friend of mine. Uh-huh. And I go in, I read with him. We have great chemistry. It's really fun. I leave the audition. I'm like, I fucking booked this. Nice. Like, I, I just felt like I booked it. <laughs> yeah. And then the next day I saw it re-released on like <gasps> breakdowns and they oh, were looking no. for the same role, but like as, as a Latin guy. And I was like, fuck like, oh, i can't control that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. i can't control that i'm like a white dude <laughs> but but i was like okay well i guess i didn't get that one and then two months went by and i still had my hair like my long hair and i was like had just made an appointment to like cut my hair and then i get a call from my manager and they're like hey so proximity wants to book you on this and i'm like are you sure you have the right number and <laughs> She was like, yeah. So I booked it through that. I started shooting. And then we took some breaks to, I think, raise more money and to, you know, because independent filmmaking is hard. Yeah. Uh, I'm about to find out. Yeah. And so so we shot a bit. And then we used some of that footage, I think, to show to more, uh, to show to people to get more money and to get some more financing. And then Mm -hmm. once we had the, the green light to do that is when we flew down to Costa Rica and flew up to Washington and shot the whole thing. And then two years later, I feel like it was two years. It's, it felt like we were shooting this movie for like five years. Yeah. Um, and it came out and, you know, it's it's something I'm very proud of because yeah. I've got like a, a poster of it on my wall at like home. Like, Dude, that's awesome. Like I made the movie poster. Like, <laughs> Was it, is it the one with the collage of you guys or yeah, is it the one the, with the alien in the front? It's the it's the collage. So it's, I like it's that Ryan's one. head. It's sort of yeah. like kind of like a Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that vibe. one. And so like it's got the leads head and then like all of the other like tertiary characters. Yeah like in his head and it's like it's you with the hood on I've got yeah. the hood on and yeah. like the long nice. hair and the beard out and it's like wait and you made it or did you I, I didn't make it but I like made it into they kept my face in that's the true movie. that's true that's so, a big deal yeah so I made the cut of the movie and also the poster that's amazing yeah for sure so check Man, it out. So cool. I I rented it on Amazon. I was surprised it was four twenty to rent. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. super cheap. I mean, like there are worse ways you can spend five bucks and your night. Yeah. Um, no, usually Amazon. it's like three ninety nine, but it was four twenty. I was like, I'm definitely getting it for that price. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like smoke a little bit, watch, yeah. this, watch this movie, yeah. vibe out. It's a lot of fun. And, and another thing I liked is it gets right into it. Yeah, like, they they get right into the shit. It's not like thirty minutes of build up. It's yeah, no, they don't yeah. waste any time. They they jumped right in. Like he he spent some time. Him and the DP wrote it together, and they they spent a lot of time working on the script. And I think they had a. I think when you write something that's your own, like you have a very clear vision of how you want it to go. Mm. And so I think that helped them when it came to shooting because they knew exactly what shots they needed to get and what order they needed to cut it together with. Sure. And so. I think having that be the case, you know, they didn't have a studio to answer to for a lot of things. And so it was just like, we're making the movie we want to make. Yeah. Like with the people we want to make it with. Damn. And they did it. And I, I respect the hell out of these guys. And I can't wait to see like what they do next because 
honestly, Eric is kind of a genius to, <laughs> I, I don't think the budget for this film was like that much money. And yeah. it looks like it was made with a lot more money. Oh, yeah. Even than, the cinematography. Yeah. yeah all no, that shit. Everyone was super talented. And I'm just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I can't wait to see 10 years from now where everybody who worked on it is because I know they're just going to keep doing great things. So nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool group. That's cool, man. Yeah. The, I, I, it's just cool to hear this stuff. And you know, like, uh, with me going into a movie, it's like, I don't know. There's just so many scary unknown things <laughs> that are about to happen. <laughs> so, I mean, this is a fun question, I guess. What would, what would you, uh, as someone who is right, I wrote and directed this and stuff, it's going to be an insanely low budget, but maybe just, do you have any advice for me for like act for my actors? Cause you run a low budget. Like, is there something, in, I mean, mine is a lot more lower probably than what yours was shot for, but still any advice? Uh, I just, I think, I think when I've directed, I've always just tried to roll with it. Mm. Being an actor myself or even like a performer, like if you're an improviser or a musician, anything, I, I think you kind of understand what it takes to like be vulnerable or to be, to open yourself to that. Yeah. So I think just like if the safest space you can create for them, if it's just a comfortable workspace and there's a lot of laughs, it's always more enjoyable than the sets where it's like very cold and very mm -hmm. proper. And it's like, we got to get this done. It's like, it's, it's this, it's my way or the highway, like be open to collaboration, be open sure. to ideas, be open to play, you know, because sometimes you have it, it one way in your head or on the script and an actor sees it a different way or improvises something a different way. And yeah, it, you kind of like, Oh, I didn't realize that. And it like makes the movie like there's so many things like in proximity that just like weren't in the script script that just mm -hmm. like they liked and they kept it in. So yeah, that's cool. So yeah, so just be open to like rolling with it and cool, you know, just have a good time. It's I so love that. It's so exciting. For, I'm so yeah. excited for you. Thank to, like, you, do this. dude. I it's, love. Yeah, I'm so excited. And you know, maybe in two or three movies down the road, <laughs> dude, I'll call you up. Call me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing anything. Actually, that's not true. I am doing something. Sorry, I lied. <laughs> I, I peeped your IMDb. I don't know if we want to talk your, about let's that. Let's talk right about now. anything. I'm a, I'm an open book. Well, let's, uh, before we get to that one, we okay. should talk about me. Make. Yes. Can we? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I Dude. love. I love. So. T so. That was so our boy. Dope. Yeah. Was in, was in Mank. I mean, holy moly. <laughs> holy moly. Guacamole. <laughs> yeah. It was. So in tell us about all that. So how did you get into it? Like so all that stuff. Like I think Christmas of 2019, around like December 2019. Yeah. I got an audition from my agent, and I like opened it up. And normally, as an actor, when you get an audition, it tells you like who's the director and who's the writer and who's yeah. the pr producers and like all that stuff and the casting director. And so I saw it and I'm like, David Fincher. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like it can't be like that David Fincher. Yeah. Right? Cause like, yeah, I'm an actor and I've got some credits, but like, I'm not the David Fincher is not picking up his phone and like calling <laughs> Christian princess. And so I was like, this is kind of exciting and weird. Yeah. And uh, wow. the, the part was like super weird for the audition it was like this mc at this 1934's election party mm -hmm. in hollywood and for the audition they wanted me to like pantomime like dancing with these showgirls and reading like election results and like working with the crowd and like sort of doing all this stuff and so wow. i'm like this is weird but i'm gonna give it a go because it's david fucking fincher <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> probably my favorite director if i had oh, like yeah. think of, he's definitely like in my top three yeah absolutely um, and so like I went into my room and I did a self tape and I, I used my tripod as my mic stand and I'm just like, <laughs> I slicked my hair back and I shaved a little stupid mustache and I, like, I tried to make myself look as 1930s yeah, as possible, yeah. like old Hollywood. And I'm like dancing oh, so and like cool. Mike miming the stuff and <laughs> sent it off. And then like two days later I had a callback. I drove to Santa Monica and 
I got there and I was like easily the youngest guy at the callback. No way. Like, the Interesting. Part, the part on the breakdown was like 35 to 50s, like white, you know, like 35, 50s. And I'm like, I, I, I'm not 35 even now. I was like, I was like 32, I think at the yeah, time. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it a shot. And then I get there and like literally the next youngest guy is like 45 years old. Wow. And I'm like, why the fuck did they call me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I am not, I'm not ripe for this. Yeah. Like, oh and gosh. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to go in. It's David Fincher. And, <laughs> you know, and I went into the room and I was first, I was the first guy to go in for this part. And I was like, I'm just going to be me. And yeah. I, I did it. I did the same kind of thing. And I like the first time like I pantomime dance. The first time I was actually like improvising lines, like improvising reading. I did all this research on like the 1934, Ooh, like smart. Well, you're doing it like this kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and live from like Hollywood, California. <laughs> got, you know, like, nice. So like I went in, I'm like doing all this research. And so I start improvising like in character as this 1934 radio announcer. And they're like, that's great. We love that. But like, can you not talk? And I was like, oh. I was like, okay, sorry. And so like I did it again where I just mimed everything. And then I left. And then like a couple weeks later, I got a call from Lorraine Mayfield, who's been David Fincher's casting director for like Fight Club and like wow. Mindhunter. Like oh anything gosh. that like he's done, like she's yeah. cast. Um, and she's like, she called me from home and she's like, Hey, like David saw your tape. He loves you. He wants to book you. He like, yeah. And I'm like, wait, David Fincher knows who I am. (laughs) And so like, I, she was like, it's kind of this weird part. Like he's, he's going to write like a special script for you. It's not written yet, but like, is this something you'd be interested in doing? And I'm like, is anyone saying no? no? And then you have like, yeah, like fuck no, fuck that guy. Like, so I, I like, would pantomime taking a shit yeah, for David like, Fincher. Like, he wants me to pantomime. I would do. Yeah, absolutely. And so I said yes, of course. And she's like, great. Like he's gonna write you a script over the holiday break, and he'll send it to you by like the new year. David Fincher wrote you a personal <laughs> script. No, he did not. No. <laughs> I was told that he would, uh. and then like the holiday break came and went, and I was like. Maybe he got busy. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he forgot. I don't uh-huh. want to be that guy. He's like, "Hey, is David? Hey, is David. Right? My, my fucking lines because I want some lines." And yeah. then came and went. I got there like to set. I I got a like a haircut and they trimmed my mustache back to what it was, sort of, and uh, went to my fitting. And I went to set and I'm like walking around and they transformed the Cicada Club in downtown Los Angeles, like into this 1934 like Republican convention party. Yeah. yeah. And it was gorgeous. And the production, yeah. I mean, it won of an Academy Award yeah. for like best production design. Yeah. Well, so, I saw it. Yeah. You know, Fantastic. And, and so oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and, yeah. and so I'm like walking around and like, I see the stage, like where I'm going to be. And I'm like, I'm this MC, like I'm going to be on the mic. I see the radio thing. I'm going to be over there <laughs> like, in front of everyone. <laughs> exactly. And so I'm like walking the stage and I'm taking it all in. And this guy walks up to me and he's like, got his hat kind of mm. down. He's like, Christian. And I was like, Hey, how's it going? Well, yeah. What's up? And he's like, Hey, I'm Dave. I was like, yes, yes, you are. Hey, Dave. Hey, David Fincher. You're Dave. And so I was like, what's up, Dave? We're just, I'm just friends with Finch, you know, Finch making a movie. And so I kind of had this like idea, like I wanted to shoot a, like a short film called Four Days with Fincher because I was booked for like four days on set and just like a behind the scenes, like of me freaking out in my trailer every day. Um, But it was incredible. I mean, I, I literally, I got to watch gary oldman like do a scene over the course of like four days like wow and i was probably like maybe 12 feet from him like yeah so i had like a front row view of just like gary oldman like doing a take 
being directed by being David directed Fincher. by David Fincher. So I'm watching these two like titans, these two goats in their respective yeah. fields, just like work, bounce ideas off, tweak, oh, and like. And Fincher is so incredibly specific in like what he wants his shots to look like. Like anytime I wasn't on camera, I was like, I snuck behind like Video Village and I was just like eavesdropping on him, like <laughs> yeah. telling his like script supervisor, yeah. or telling Eric Messerschmidt, his, his DP, like, this is what I need a little bit more here or I need some more atmosphere, like in the foreground of the shot. I need a little more movement here. Oh just how God. he, just how he builds it. And then how he like, how he directs actors, like they do a take. write this down. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, we're recording. I think. Yeah, oh, yeah, perfect. <laughs> like they would do a take and he would see something. So he would give a note and then they would roll again. And then that note that the actor would take would like elicit something different from another actor. And so he would go, oh, okay. So like now that I've got this re reaction, here's a note to get this. And just the way he would like build things like step by step, That's it was just cool. masterful to watch. Yeah. And He's it was figuring out the thought process of all the characters as you guys are shooting. Yeah. And That's like, look, so crazy. like everyone talks about how David Fincher does like a ton of takes and he does like there were, there was like one setup where he did probably 30 takes, Whoa. but I'm like, if 30 takes is what it takes to get what, what perfection or what you see in your head yeah. and you're someone with that reputation and that history, like, Who's going to say, no, we're, we're good. Yeah, for like, sure. Uh, like you want to to do 30 takes with him because it gives you another chance to play as an actor and it gives you another chance to like try something different. And, yeah. you know, like I just, I loved it. And then when it was my my turn to shoot, it was, you know, I got like at the end of day four, I think, like we did all my close-up stuff. And again, I was, I had a microphone like covering my face and I'm just like pantomiming. I'm, I, I wasn't mic'd. I didn't have a mic on me. They were just fucking like three reds that they built for this movie <laughs> specifically to his specs. And he's like, wow. I needed to do this. And like, I'm just, you know, miming and reading these things. And then at, after that, like I went over and I was sitting with Tuppence Middleton who played uh, Gary Oldman's wife in the film. Yeah. And we're sitting next to video village and like David Fincher's just sort of sitting there and he's sort of like listening to me and top talk. And he's like, you're pretty good at this, Christian. I was like, uh, <laughs> what? I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, like a lot of people like, uh. You know, a lot of people get in their head about it or like are, are afraid to like look a certain way or go a certain way. And like, you just went for it. And I loved it. And I was like, and then you he walked off <laughs> and I tried to play it so cool. I was, yeah. Although inside I was like screaming yeah. oh, and yeah. like Tup was like, that had to feel pretty good. And I was like, what? Like, she's like he never like says things like that to people what? and I was like I was like alright that's cool like David Fincher wow. thinks I'm the greatest actor of all time and, you know so I'll take my Academy Award Fight now. Club 2 starring Star Star Christian <laughs> Prentice and I'm still waiting on the wow. script but I know it's coming <laughs> yeah, and that's then, amazing man and so it was really nice and, and Gary Oldman was hilarious and generous and like any time that we would spend like not Whoa. on set like shooting like we were in this little room at the roof where it was just like the principal cast and like me and the other like weekly players. Uh -huh. And he's just like telling stories. He's like improvising limericks. He's, <laughs> he's like telling all these like jokes and just being warm. And like, he's got like wow. this, he loves like photography. He's a, he's an avid photographer and like in between shots, like him and his wife would just go around with these like vintage cameras, these vintage film cameras oh, and just like wow. take pictures of wow. people and like she sent me like three or four of them what? like once the movie came out and she got permission like of her like private film role and i'm just like <laughs> i'm like am i on gary oldman's like coffee table photo <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, a bank experience <laughs> yeah like, and so it was just it was amazing and then 
like wow. six months after that, or maybe like I got a, an email and it was like, David wants you to come in and do some ADR for the stuff. And I was like, thank God, like I'm going to get to talk finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I drove to the Fox lot and I went in and like, I walked Damn. in, we gave each other like a, a elbow bump. Cause this was like height of COVID. Mm-hmm. A COVID handshake. Yeah. because yeah. It, was like, it was very much COVID handshake. Cause like at the beginning we shot like January to like, I think they wrapped principal production, like, at the end of February and oh, then so like right, at the right in March. Yeah. Like everything kind of shut down. Yeah. So when they were filming, like this, when they were recording the score, like he was telling me that they had to have like one musician come into the place oh at a time God. and they would film, like they would record that person's musical track and then he would leave and then the other person would come in and they piece together like the score, like one instrument at a time. I mean, yes. Yeah. How much like twenty times longer than just throwing everyone in my yeah yeah so, so you know crazy. so it slows things down but but I got to go and I walked into this ADR session and he had like a notebook and he's like hey I've got some ideas of kind of what I I want you to say but like I kind of want to hear what you've got first and you know it was six months ago I was like what the fuck was I saying like what was I <laughs> what was I saying in my improv yeah yeah, yeah yeah and I kind of remembered it and like. I gave it a rip and I, I did my, my spiel like to the ADR thing as the scene is playing. And I'm like geeking out because I'm seeing myself <laughs> on screen and like yeah. Gary Oldman on scene and hearing the music. And he's like, okay, that was great. And he like kind of like put his notebook aside and like, he's like, let's just keep playing with that. And so we just got to improvise for like 90 minutes uh-huh. and I'm just like improvising with David Fincher and we're just goofing off and he's feeding me things. And like, I'm saying what he's telling me to say and like we're riffing off of each other and it was just a lot of fun. And, and then when the movie came out, I'm in it for like, like, like if you blink, you could miss me. Like, like when I showed my family when I went home, like I, I fast forwarded to my scene and I was like, there I am. Pause. Okay. Pause. There I am. There I am. And so it's just one of those like little tiny things that like you work so hard as an actor to get these opportunities and then you do this amazing week on set where you're working with like your idols and your favorite actors and directors. And then it comes out and you're like such a small, tiny part, but you're still so proud and be like, yeah. And the residuals is dope. Like I got my first residual check from Mank and I was like, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) It's it's also interesting to think like how much of like David put how much of his time into just your role. Yeah. So, I mean, how much of his time did he put into all the other roles then? The man is, he's, he's a genius. Like people throw that term around a lot, I think kind of loosely, but like ha- working with him in person, I was like, I oh, get it. It all makes sense now. Like yeah. I was trying to sort up every, every single thing, Absolutely. but he's been making movies for, you know, 30 years now. Yeah. Like he, after a while, you just sort of figure it out. Yeah. I yeah. guess yeah. you just, you know what you've got to do that day. You know what you got to get, you know what the shots are. And then you just try to get them to the best you can with the time you got and the money you got. And it helps when you're at that level because you can hire the best people. Mm -hmm. And and that's you. You you gotta be fair. He he hired you. You're right there, sir. I'm not going (laughs) to argue with that. But the thing I love about him is that he he uses his people. Like I think Lorraine Mayfield, his casting director, I think she was like, craft services or like a wardrobe. She was not a casting director. And he was like, I think you can do this. Oh, and wow. she did it. She like cast a music video for him. And then she's been his casting director for, oh, I forget. Wow. He does a lot of music that's videos. Cool. Like that's how he got his start. Like he was directing yeah. like Madonna and like yeah. all these, you know, and like his think, I think his first movie was like alien three. <laughs> right, right, and right. Yeah. That was definitely one you of the know, first and ones. Like he, he did these things 
to get where he wanted to go mm-hmm. so that he could finally start doing the stories that he wanted to do. And like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. And if he ever wanted me to do anything, David, if you're listening, <laughs> he is. An I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's the, uh, he one writes of the in all the time. He yeah, actually requested you. Film coming up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, he's incredible. And it was That's really cool. a wonderful experience to, to work on that. Wow. So. So we have an A-list actor on our podcast. We <laughs> have an A-list adjacent actor on our podcast. It's like 60% in our hearts. of David Fincher. In our hearts. But yeah, you I can get that. us Gary Oldman, right? Yeah, I think I could. I can definitely get, <laughs> I can definitely get you in contact with Gary Oldman's wife, <laughs> who can maybe can talk to Gary and see what, what they could do. But they're both very sweet, so maybe they would. Yeah, oh, no, if you've got a part for Gary Oldman in your film, <laughs> oh, God. shoot your shot be, now. Oh, my gosh. So that'd be amazing. Well, that's cool. So, all right. So then uh, let's talk about what you're working on Well, I just next, I checked I out your IMDb. Yeah. And I saw... There is a reboot of Nosferatu coming Dude. up. Oh, excuse me. Oh, is that not what you're thinking about? No, I mean, uh, I'm always kind of thinking about it. I shot this movie. I don't know what's going on with Nosferatu. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this this movie this was like an indie production. They this, they had this idea to reshoot Nosferatu like shot for shot on a green screen. <laughs> and then they were just going to like insert the like the set and like all of the so the only thing that was real were like the actors and everything else was just this <laughs> green screen that we were shooting on and they were inserting the the sets and like the props and stuff yeah and so i went there i shot my part in like two days i think and they would have it like on the screen of like the original Nosferatu and then they were like okay kind of stand here and then kind of look this direction like they were trying to match it and they did a pretty good job I think but I don't know if it's ever going to come out like like the dude who played Nosferatu uh, was played by Doug Jones oh yeah who's an incredible absolutely he's an incredible he's he's the uh, ice cream man in Legion yeah he's done a ton of things like he's the the shape of water he's like any sort of like creature or f- like physical the eye work. thing from Penn's Labyrinth. Yeah, Silver oh, Surfer. Yeah. yeah, you know, like oh. like he's cool dude. He's an amazing dude. He's super cool. So he was playing Nosferatu, and I don't know if like I I get an email from them like once every six to eight months where they're like we're still working on this. We're still oh, wow. you know hopefully it's coming <laughs> out. But if it does, I would be very happy to see it. Um, but at this point, I'm sort of like. I'm not holding my breath. Yeah. Oh, that's so, kind of the hard so thing that's about not Hollywood. The man. one that, that you're talking about. You got something else going on? Yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I just. If you're allowed to talk about it. Yeah. I'm allowed to talk about it. All I just, right. um, so I just booked this f- film called Cabrini, or right now it's called Untitled Cabrini Project. Mm. It's about this nun. Her name was Francesca Cabrini. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's shooting in Buffalo, New York, oh. and it's starring John Lithgow and oh. um, David Morse and Christiana Delana, who's this <laughs> incredible Italian actress. Cool. Um, and so I'm gonna get to like go to New York for a f- like a few weeks in August and September and like nice. shoot this movie. Hell yeah! But I don't know how that's gonna go because. <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, are that's you, cool, Are you a though. priest or? No, I play. So in the movie, uh, she, Cabrini, I don't know if I'm a Okay. The history, she's this nun who like, historically, she's a real person. She she created like 60 something 
like hospitals, schools, and like orphanages mm -hmm. for Italians and and anyone who needed it really. Um, but she came over from Italy and she helped create all these orphanages for these Italians because back in like the turn of the century, the 1900s, like people like Americans hated Italians. Like yeah, like the Irish were like you know they had, like called them all these yeah. these derogatory terms and like I didn't realize that till um. This last season of Fargo, I don't know if any of you saw oh, really? it, but yeah, it's all about that. But sorry, keep no, going. No, no, but it's just like you see kind of like how terrible these people are being treated. And it's so relevant now, like when you think about like immigration and, yeah. and people who are, are coming over, you know, to chase this American dream, to have yeah. this better life. And they're being met with like resistance and hostility. And yeah. this woman Jeez. like just kind of overcomes everything and doesn't take no for an answer and just... So this is like a really strong like feminist story of like this incredible woman who'd done all these things. And yeah. in the film, there's this, I play an assistant to another character. Okay. So it's a very small part and I'll be there for like a few days again, but yeah. I'm trying to like build up a, a resume of like small parts that get to bigger parts that get to bigger parts. Oh so. yeah. You'll, you'll be in the next Marvel series or something. I would love, <laughs> yeah, I would love to be in a, in a fucking Marvel series. Dude, Dude um, you, cool. you kind of look like Loki. I just finished Loki. Oh, you kind of look like Tom Middleton. And yeah, I get, that, I get that Disney. a lot. Um, I would love to play Loki. I know Tom has got it on lock as uh -huh. long as he wants it, but if he ever wants to pass the mantle, I would get a go, son or something. Yeah, get a son. Loki has a son go. or if they have like a flashback and they did you watch it? I, I haven't Check seen all of it yet, so, oh, so no, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> um, yes, it's so but yeah, good. no, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big Marvel fan. I just recently during the pandemic like rewatched the entire mm, Avenger so Marvel universe. Do. Yeah, you know, it's like, and at the end of it, and I did it like back to back to back to back, which is so much more enjoyable than waiting two years. <laughs> come out. Yeah, that's true. And like by end game, I'm just like sobbing. Like, oh, I'm just like yeah. every every like five minutes, I'm the crying. Feels. Yeah. Like if you're watching it with someone who's not in that world who doesn't who hasn't seen the moment they're like why are you crying like, and I'm like you, just, you don't get it because like so yeah. much has happened like you know, it's funny because uh, my girlfriend we so she hadn't seen any Marvel anything yeah and then we started dating during the pandemic and as things started to get better we were both in a bubble so like because I was working from home, she was working from home, so it just it seemed okay that we yeah. could that we could see each other. So we started that, and like she, the only sorry, the only Marvel movie she ever saw was Endgame, and I was like, what? oh no, she started but, with yeah, oh, yeah, she was like, and she was like, she was like, I don't know, and she was like, and she's like, you know, it was sad, but like I didn't really cry, so but we watched every single one of them. And then we got to Endgame, and she was sobbing. <laughs> oh, yeah. and I was like, "That's right, <laughs> been there, girl." I yeah, know what you're feeling. to see Tony's arc, man, it's is incredible. just so great. It's yeah. just a, that's such a gift as filmmakers and as storytellers and as actors yeah. to get to play. Like by Endgame, like they know those characters so well. Mm -hmm. They know what they've been through. They know the movies and the arc and the relationships, and it's just like it just it's so layered and so yeah. such a rich world and. The, the I don't like how you connect all that stuff like Real. that's a lot of work that's a lot of yeah. like brain work I mean I think there's a legit just a team yeah that R just works on making sure everything's right. connected <laughs> wow. and even then I'm sure there's stuff that gets passed by them so yeah I mean because you can't put everything I yeah. mean in game is what three and a half hours long like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, eventually people are gonna be like we gotta take a break like yeah like, yeah for we sure can't be doing like Peter they might Jackson. have been happy with COVID because they were just like yeah. oh let's take a breather for a second yeah, <laughs> yeah. damn yeah. Probably. But was that would that be if you could like pick a franchise that's super popular right now? Would that be probably one of your main ones? Or yeah, yeah, I would love 
anything Disney is doing. I would love to do the Marvel mm. universe because they tell it like WandaVision was oh, like, yeah. like especially like the first like eight or nine episodes, like where it yeah. was a different like era of television I love and that. style that so of television. 60s, like, 70s, 80s. Yeah, like, like every episode. Like how much fun is that as a filmmaker? So like, fun. okay, we're, we're doing I Love Lucy this week or this episode and then yeah. we're going to do, you know, like the Brady Bunch or and then we're going to do like Malcolm in the Middle and then yeah. we're going to do yeah. like, The Office and like Modern Family. And then, and then how fun to, now listen everyone, if you haven't seen it, stop listening you need now. to stop listening <laughs> sorry, or sorry. keep going Spoilers. on. Spoilers! I'm about to say, I mean, and then to have freaking uh, What's His Face play Quicksilver like make oh. that crossover oh. and to be able to do that and Evan like Peters to go Evan Peters. Yeah. To go into Disney and I don't know whose idea it was. And just to be like, Hey, I want to cast Evan Peters as Quicksilver. Cause a, it makes fun of that really funny trope that we see in sitcoms where yep. they recast just yep. out of the blue. <laughs> and it just, it just is such a beautiful, perfect, so hilariously big moment. Yeah. Which they could potentially bring back, I guess. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Cause yeah, it opens the doors, I guess, for yeah. something like that. Yeah, but I love I love the the MCU, and I would love to be a part of that. That'd or I would cool. love to be a part of, like, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Or, yeah. uh, like, anything Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. the, the new Lord of the Rings show that the they're Amazon shooting. Amazon one, yeah. I would love to go to New Zealand and, like, play oh. the second the second era like the second age of you know yeah. the, the, the all new stories that like haven't had that that chance to be told yet oh, i could cool. play an elf or a <laughs> <laughs> like, of course <laughs> but. wow that's yeah that's really cool man this is it's so cool to just like hear these stories and like that's a big reason why we start this started this podcast is like we bring on people to like really inspire us but also like our listeners, our listeners are, are in general people who are like either hoping to move out here yeah. or, or are in the same situation of just like trying to make it into so to hear someone who's like, who did get to work with David and like, who did get to work on an indie feature that then had like a lead role and yeah. who has some stuff coming up. It's really cool to hear these stories. Cause it just, for me at least it inspires me and it's like, cool. I'm, as soon as we're off this, I'm going to go right, right back yeah, to just right like path, getting, dude. you know, and I'm so pumped. So. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Like I'm pumped for you. Like I listen to podcasts and I get inspired too. Like when I hear Jim Cummings talk about how he made Thunder Road and <laughs> like Wolf of Snow Hollow, like he's just a guy who was like, make your, make your movie. Yeah. It's like the Mark Duplass like thought. Of yeah. Like, I love the Mark Duplass. Just thing, make yeah. it like, yeah, make it. And if it sucks, make another one. Yeah. Like, exactly. Make it on the weekends with your friends. Like who cares? Just keep making your stuff. Cause at least you're telling your stories. Yeah, exactly. You know, at least you're doing what you want to do with your life as opposed to like sitting in a cubicle and hating your job. Yep. Yeah. You know, because yep. I think we've all had a job where we were just like, this fucking sucks. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we've all had a job where we're like, this is what I'm meant to do with my life. Yeah, exactly. And, I think you said it in the last episode, Watson. You're like, I don't even care about the money as much. If I can just support myself doing yep, this, that's yeah. it. That's, you know, that's all I'm trying to do. I don't to need do. a mansion. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need you know, it. I mean, I'd like a DeLorean, but <laughs> sure, we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> like if it happens, cool. But if yeah. not, like I'm yeah. all right with it. I'm, I, all, I, all I would really want, and this is like the, the my pinned little tweet on Twitter is like, literally all I would like is just enough to pay my bills, to stay in an apartment like this. Take out my girlfriend to dinner once in a while. I'm good, yeah. you know. And you don't. And I really think what's awesome about this era. I mean, I know a lot of filmmakers are intimidated by it, but but someone like me who's up and coming is like, there is there is just an avenue you can find your audience pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm hoping that if I just keep making movies. 
we're just going to keep finding a certain audience and like it doesn't even really need to be a big one you know what i mean and like just keep moving and making this big snowball and like i don't know it'll 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 just it'll just happen and and you know at that same token because there's avenues to release content there's also it also is very oversaturated and so right you got to try and create just really good content as hard as best as you can. But I even think some of the awful content people are going to find. And like one of my favorite things, and I did mention this last time is like, uh, I don't know who said it and I'll, I might've been Gary V, but you know what? <laughs> I love Gary v. <laughs> yeah. He's, he just, one thing he said that just changed my perspective on everything. And I think I heard it during COVID was uh quality is subjective. Mm-hmm. And like ever since that hearing people, someone say that as simple as that sounds, I was just like, Oh, there's not a general quality meter for art. Like yeah. that is all dependent on, you know, I could watch a million Nicolas Cage movies. I don't care how <laughs> shitty they are. I will probably watch every, <laughs> we got to watch pig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you heard about pig? I have. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like John wick meets, uh, he gets a pig stolen instead of, uh, <laughs> but it's like, it's getting some insane reviews. I think it's like 80 or 90 on Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Wow. So like, I'm we got to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a but, Nick Cage fan. I like Nick Cage. Oh yeah. Me too. I've been loving these, these B films he's doing. I, I, yeah. t- I shit on, on Willie's Wonderland just cause it's so ridiculous, but it was, <laughs> and he doesn't was say a single a word film. throughout yeah. the whole thing. But how cool is that to like, he's a dude who, you know, he, he got in young mm-hmm. through, you know, family ties and some connections that way and had a like a legitimate, I use air quotes, like legitimate acting career where people like took him seriously yeah. for like a long time. And yeah. like, and now he's doing a lot of these things where people are sort of like, if you just pay his rate, he'll work. Yeah. He'll do it. But I'm like, but how cool is that? To just that be is like, way cool. I just get to do whatever I want. Yeah. I'm not going to take myself too seriously. I'm just going to create art. And like, I, he, I know Nick Cage has a fan base. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm he's, in, I'm in he's, it. <laughs> he's helping out these indie filmmakers, bringing them an audience. Yeah. You know, so. I mean like yeah. you're getting, fi- if Nick Cage is on your film, that gives you a name that you can then use to get financing and distribution. And it, mm-hmm. it just, it's opening doors. He's bringing people up with him. I think, yep. Yeah. you know, while he's just keep, acting he's just keep doing his thing and yeah like, that's i would love kind it. of beautiful i would love yeah. for him to be in a movie but yeah like someday. have you seen some of the recent have you, did you see mandy oh, i need to see dude, mandy. Man, that, that would be the one i recommend it's it's a good like dark yeah atmospheric i've heard great stuff about yeah. it yeah Mandy's fun i will also say color of outer space <laughs> that I one's that interesting one. yeah the ending though is really hard to watch because it is like is gross it is like <laughs> body dysmorphia stuff so yeah. if you're not really into that then i'd recommend I, it was hard for me and i'm a horror fan but i was just like oh so. and then like i said willie's wonderland is just it's like it's are you familiar uh, what, no, it's like it's like if the Chuck E. cheese animatronic characters came to it's life and started killing Freddy's. people this yeah. is amazing like what yeah. Yeah. This, i would much rather watch and he doesn't like talk the whole film yeah. even better like if i'm like <laughs> Like, look, I just did a, a co-star on The Neighborhood where I played a golden oh, yeah. robot and I didn't talk for like four days, you know, of shooting. So like I made learning my lines really easy. There you go. I just got to show up, eat a lot of great food, do a little robot dance and then get paid. And hang I was hang like, out with uh, Cedric. Dude. Yeah, I got to have a dance off with Cedric the Entertainer. Like, <laughs> that's, awesome. that's not a bad day. This town work. is crazy, man. You know? It is so crazy. So it's just, it's wild. I mean, I see Nick Cage looking at stuff like that and he's like, I don't have, to, he's like probably like, I don't have to say anything. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, mean, learn any lines. Just no, look just badass. Give me, give me yep. the script. I look badass and I'll just, I'll just take my, <laughs> my check and I'll, you can put my name on it, my face on the poster and boom. 
Done. Done. Hell yeah. I'll have to find his rate because that'll be my next Kickstarter. Is just help me put Nick Cage in my movie. <laughs> yeah, no, call like call his call his reps. Yeah, that'd be cool. Dude, I'd like, be so down. The, the thing about filmmaking right now or art in general is like it's subjective, but it's yeah. also been democratized in a sense that mm. like anybody with a phone has access. Yeah. Like people are more accessible. You know, you can make a movie on a phone, you can get into touch with people on your phone. Like you can, your whole production suite can be on your phone. <laughs> yeah. And it might crazy. not be the easiest, you know, interface to use, or it might not be the best quality. Yeah. But like, you can do it if you're a good storyteller and if you're creative enough and you're willing to like, sure. You know, get spicy with it. <laughs> you can it's get possible. Done. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, uh, there was a, a documentary about music called it might get loud. Have you heard of that? I have oh heard. yeah. I love it. It, it might it get was loud. Jack White and, and, uh, Jimmy the Page. edge from you two. And, and it yeah. starts with Jack White stretching a piece of wire over, over <laughs> yeah. a bottle and, and making a guitar. And, and he's basically saying, like, you have no excuse. Yeah. yeah. Like, make and our, so, yeah, make yeah, it, we, all yeah. Have, we all have a camera in our hands. And like, I think another no excuse, thing to so. add to that is, like, don't underestimate the power of asking. 100%. Like, if you don't ask, then that's the worst. Like, like asking someone, the worst they could say is no. Yeah. Like, I've asked people for lunch. The worst thing they said is no. But the best thing they said is yes. And now I have these, like, lifelong, uh, uh, what do you call it? Relationships. Like, there's yeah. people who work in the industry that are, like, watching my, my progress of my movie. And they're, like, giving me input and stuff. And then, like, this movie we're making... Most of the locations are for free. And even if I, even though I offered to like pay for the locations, most of them have been like, no, like you, you, I just want you to make the movie in my place. And mm, it's like, that's awesome. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if they say no, your life stays the same. If yeah. they say yes, your life can potentially change. Exactly. <laughs> for the better. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I know a lot of people are like, oh, they're going to get mad at me. But like, even if, even, one, the if they get mad at you. Exactly. Fuck you. And you don't want them in your life. If they're no. going to make mad, get mad at you for like that kind of stuff, just get them out of your life. And get that just helps out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I'll find the next person. I'll find the yes yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Like, do you want to be involved in something this fucking dope? Like, there you jump go. on board. If not, thank you for your time. Goodbye. Yes. On to the next, <laughs> next thing. Yes. I, I've got too much shit to do. <laughs> there you go. You're about to shoot a feature, dude. You're, you're, you're wearing the director hat. You're going to have like a thousand things going on like every single day you're shooting you're not gonna have time for people who aren't gonna be on board yeah 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 exactly. you know? and i have it's been so fascinating like with this kickstarter man because like and i won't take too much time of it but no it's no just, please like, i want to talk about it it's just so funny how like once you start something like this how like there's been so many people who like i thought would donate or even if they didn't want to donate i thought they would like share, share it, it yeah. but there's some people that have just like almost disowned me and like haven't said anything just because I started a Kickstarter and like, I never asked them or anything like that. Like I didn't ask them to donate or like anything like that. And it's just like, they'll come to me and say like really mean things or they'll, or like someone came out of the blue, not that one, but another person oh, came out of the blue and was just like, well, I made a video about someone made an account of like, so they couldn't, I couldn't find out where they were messaged me just to tell me that I was going to fail at the Kickstarter. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I no, use that for motivation. Yeah, it did. It really did. And like, cause, and then I filmed a video and I didn't mean this on purpose, but I filmed the video. I showed the thing and I was like, Hey, I'm tired of this. I, I don't want this to happen. I think that day we got like $3,000 because people are going to be like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I didn't mean that to happen, <laughs> but like, yeah, it just happened, but it's just, it's just weird. Like, and so if you're out there, like, and you're listening to this, like, I'm not saying you're never going to get no's, but 
no doesn't mean it's the end for you. And like, I've been told no a million times in my life. I'm sure as an actor, I get told no every told, single day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hundreds of times. A day. Yeah. And if you can get over that fear of, or over that disappointment and it's okay to feel like sad, especially if you want something, but yeah. don't let it deter you from continuing. There I go. I'm going to like get up on my independence day speech for, you know, Bill Pullman, <laughs> no, not Bill Pullman. I love yeah, no, Bill, yeah, Pullman. Bill Pullman. <laughs> Gosh, Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton. That's just why well, I always go back and forth. They don't look alike, but why they do don't. I always get them confused? <laughs> yeah, I mean, every time white, I'm like, yeah, Twister, Bill Pullman, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Like they've got the same first name and the same last initial. It's just like, it destroys my brain. Every yes, time. exactly. <laughs> but cool. Did we, any other thing, pause? Should we get to our, uh, some segments. Well, I, I remembered you also did a live stage performance. I mean, you were doing oh, Blue Man right. Group, but you did yeah, Apollo. I, I did. I did this really awesome show called uh, Apollo 11, the immersive Whoa. live show. And they built this like enormous tent, this like 1600 seat tent theater at the parking lot of the Rose Bowl. Whoa. <laughs> and <laughs> they launched a rocket on stage. I rode a motorcycle what? on stage. It <laughs> oh was insane. Gosh. Why didn't it, I hear about this? I would have been there first day. It, there it, were billboards there around were here. There were billboards oh. all over LA. And then like, People just didn't go. Oh <laughs> so, no! And, oh wow! And so it, I would have been. It was set. It was set to be a year-long tour. We were going to open in L.A., then yeah. go to Houston to do like a. Of course, I mean, space, perfect. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, Houston we have, have a problem. problem. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's like, duh, it's the first stop. Um, and so we, everyone was excited. We all signed year, like year-long contracts, and then like. I think five weeks into the run, the producers were like, so people aren't coming and oh, no. we have to stop the oh, show. No. But it all worked out because like literally six months later, COVID happened oh, okay. and we would have been canceled anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was amazing. I, I got to like meet um, Buzz Aldrin and oh, like nice. Bill Nye, the science guy came oh, to opening night. Gosh, and, like, that's cool. Yeah. Like I think I'm, I'm pretty sure someone in the cast said that Donald Glover came one night. And I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was awesome to like get to, to do that. And, and the cast of that is really close and we all still, you know, see each other and have zoom get togethers and, and have dinner and nice. stuff. But it's, it's one of those things where like, you, I never thought I was going to be a blue man. I never, yeah. I never thought I was going to be yeah. in a David Fincher movie. I just, you know, I came to LA because it felt like the thing to do mm -hmm. and I wanted to tell stories and I wanted to do this type of work and it's hard. Yeah. You know, like you're saying, you're going to hear no. Like honestly, if you're listening out there, learn to embrace the no, yeah. like seek it out Yeah, because the no's will give you a faster path to your yes. Mm -hmm. And and if you don't ask, you're just telling yourself no. Yeah. Give someone else a chance to do put, it. Yeah, yeah, put the pressure on the other person. Be like, I believe in me. Do you believe in me? No. Okay, great. Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah. Next person. Next. Yeah. You know. And so, just if you just do it, like I've kind of cobbled together this career that like I've slowly become immensely proud of because it's you mine. Should, man, yeah. you're killing thank it. You, thank yeah. you. Like, and it's so weird. People are like, you are killing it. But then, like in my life, I'm like, am I killing it? Like. <laughs> I'm working on maybe like one or two projects a year, but like then they come out and then they win an Academy Award and I'm like, I'm killing it. Like, yeah. Well, it was you know? funny when you came in, you're like, I don't even know what I've been up to the past three years. Yeah. I'm like, I've got a list in my head. Like. <laughs> I was like, thank you for doing your homework because yeah. I have completely forgot about, I'm, I'm so yeah. focused on like the next thing. Yeah, sure. That I just, I don't want to like rest on my laurels. I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy who's like, I worked with Fincher. Yeah. I worked with Cedric the Entertainer because like, I, I just, I want to do work. that. You did. Yeah. You know I want to I mean? work with the next thing. Like I've, yeah. I've got a sort of ridiculous mustache right now, but it's because I've just booked this commercial that's directed by Wally Pfister, the DP from like 
Inception and <laughs> oh, all geez. of Christopher, anything Christopher yeah. Nolan has directed over oh, the last yeah. like, wow. 10 years, like he's directing this commercial, which is crazy <laughs> because this Academy Award winning cinematographer is directing a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the wow. money is, baby. And, so. I mean, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. And I, like, I booked it, but as like a COVID backup. So like ah. the other guy has the job. But if he gets COVID, then we'll, I have we'll the pray. job. We'll so I know. We'll exactly. I've never, I'm like, I've never wanted someone to get COVID more than this guy. I'm like, please get COVID. I hope yeah. you survive. Let him recover. Yeah, yeah. Full recovery. No, no long standing side effects, but just get it for that week. Let me take this job. But like, I'm, I'm forced to look the same until this job. Yeah, yeah. And so I have to like walk around looking like a creep. <laughs> oh, like, you have oh, great facial hair. Thank there you. you thank you. Thank you. <laughs> when I first saw you as Zed, I was like, you had this great facial hair. I was like, yeah, he's a handsome dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, I've had a lot of, I've been lucky to have a lot of like distinct, different looking characters that I've played. Like I've had a lot of great mustaches. I've had a lot of good beards. I've had a lot of good makeup, like gold paint and like hair stuff. So it's, it's fun being somebody different at your job. You know, you don't got to be yourself all the time. And mm -hmm. I that's what I love about acting. It, it's always teaching me something about myself and about the world and about beautiful relationships. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm, I'm very blessed to work in this field at this yeah. level. So, boom, that's beautiful. <sighs> so beautiful and Thanks, that's guys. the end of the TDLA podcast <laughs> that was just great if we could put that on a shirt or yeah. I don't know put it on a plaque audience how, how did you feel about that oh my yeah. gosh yeah. well Christian, do you want to have some fun with us? Always. Yeah. Have we not been having fun prepared for this? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me play the intro music and then we'll get it set well, up. It's time here. for your all's favorite segment. Don't you I dare! Can't tell if it's black. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean it. Here we go, baby. Ooh, oh, the drum! All right. Yeah, that's lovely. That was saucy. Oh my gosh! Beautiful. Okay. Oh, whoa. It's okay. Is this what I sound like? Oh my God. <laughs> That's right. Don't you dare laugh. Uh, sorry if you're hearing echo. We're going to be playing these clips through a speaker so we can all hear. Um, we'll let Who you. I think first? I went first last time. So, you went first? Me. You did? Yeah. So, okay. I'll go first. So, what? Trailer. Okay. So, this one may not immediately make you smile but it made me smile because if you guys don't know me i'm a jackass homie for life <laughs> i love jackass so much <laughs> and i grew up on jackass the first rated r movie i ever saw was like jackass 2 and like we bought tickets to like some chick flick and then we just like as we were walking we let whoop because we were like 14 or 15 and we snuck in the theater i am a good boy okay um <laughs> Anyways, this is just a trailer, and it's the tail end of the trailer. It's not the whole thing, and uh, it's just yeah, it's epic. So let's 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 see some of it. So we can't laugh. Yeah, try. Got it. Stone face. Oh, it's sideways. We have winners, and we have Steve. Still got those million dollar teeth, that's for sure. <laughs> 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 
Gee, didn't set myself up for failure on this one. Aaron, please relax. I'm trapped. And you're putting honey on me and salmon? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. They so fuck fun. with Danger Aaron so bad. Oh, so <laughs> yes, they do. They do. I mean, Eric Andre's in it, Tyler the Creator. So many great people. Is that Aubrey Plaza tasing her tongue? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so this is um a lady who is pissed off about her neighbor doing fireworks. Oh boy, I think I've seen this. This message is from my neighbor, Tony, that lives down the street and around the corner. Tony, yesterday, you were an asshole. You went from 8 p.m. to 2 a.m. this morning popping off fireworks, which triggered some type of PTSD in my, in my dog. And so I woke up this morning choosing revenge and anger. Um, Fuck you and your homeboy Mark that was at your house yesterday eating your food and drinking your liquor um, and kicking with you is fucking your wife, Patty. <laughs> Have a good day. There's so much to unpack. That's so great. My favorite thing about that is I had PTSD. And so I'm just like, oh no, that's so bad. And then from my from dog. My <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... Damn. Okay, what's the next one? Oh, sorry. California. Okay, so this is TikTok. I love my TikToks. <laughs> uh, so a girl, she made a video to, like, oh my gosh, so this is what living in Los Angeles, California is like. And she listed off all these things. Well, someone redid the video and was like, no, this is how it actually is. <laughs> so let's see. As someone who just moved to California, this is what things you need to know before you move here. First, if you couldn't already tell, I have always lived in California, so prepare to get fact-checked. I don't know how you think there's no AC. There is AC quite literally everywhere. If your house doesn't have AC, fix it. It's not that fucking hard. Everyone's rich? No, everyone's homeless. Yeah, the reason why we have stoplights going onto the highway is because people speed on, and then when they merge, they merge into the side of my fucking car! Coffee is not $7. It's six fifty plus tax, so shut the fuck up. I don't know what an access road is, and I don't care. Gas is not $5. It's four eighty-five. <laughs> Dumb dumb. I don't know why you fucking crybabies need southern hospitality. Just figure your shit out. Why do I have to be nice to you? Um, I don't know how it feels like you're on vacation 24-7 because some people have an actual job. So I don't know what I don't know what that's about. I don't know how you're paying two thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment unless you're living in San Francisco. What? And I can't read the last two, so I'm just gonna assume you're wrong. <laughs> that was good. Oh, so fun. Very very LA summed up. That was good. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so this is a gentleman who works at a Frito-Lay factory mm. and is pissed off. Oh, wow, which is weird. That's like a prime job. Man, it's it, 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 it just, I'm hot, I'm tired, I'm mad. They got us working 84 hours a week in this thing, all right? Do it look like my shoes can hold my fat ass for 84 hours? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And the, the thing about it, they got the little mascots on the thing. Like, uh, uh Chester Cheeto, he ain't got to worry about this type of shit. 
he, he just get on his motorcycle and he gone. I can't afford a motorcycle with, with the pay they give me up in here. I got child support uh, 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 coming out my check. I got I got the food stamps about to get cut off. And uh, what's a little what's a little handsome man with the with the with the Steve Harvey mustache on the Pringles can? The Pringles man uh, and the little boy with the dog on the Cracker Jacks box. You ain't never seen them uh, 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 frowning, did you? Now the only thing Frito can do is kiss my ass, cause now I'm about to go uh, 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 say my Frito lays. I'm about to go be lazy. You hear me? I'm about to go lay the f down because I ain't doing this no more. I'm about to go see if they hiding down there at Lowe's. Uh, and y'all don't really give a damn about my story. Y'all can get the camera on my face. Y'all, y'all just want to get y'all just want to get y'all story. That's what y'all want to do. <laughs> All right, Amazing. Yeah. That's cool. I can't tell if it's Z. real or not, but even if it's not real, it's really. <laughs> so, uh, so last one should be arrested. Arrested, yeah. All right. Uh, this one doesn't really need an introduction. Just someone getting arrested. Is it me? <laughs> on the ground. It's really. really cool. oh, 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 oh. You fast, rebel to a fast on I'm a feminist. I just want you to know, you ain't get me. I got you. We're done. Oh, it's tiring. I'm hot. Don't taste me. That shit just stings. <laughs> My safe word is pineapple juice. Get that? They just like that. Cross your ankles. Ooh. Cross your ankles. We gonna take pictures? <laughs> Bring your ankles up to your butt. Swap man, what's my safe word? Bring your ankles up to your butt. That's how far I go. You think I'm in Pilates? <laughs> they just like that. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> those are my quarters. You want to put those in your pocket? That is changed. You know how long it took me to acquire those? Some of those are limited edition. Well, that's my flash drive. Don't look at it. Unless you want to see Big D. <laughs> that's my wallet. You have no... Ooh. And watch your fingers, booty hole man. <laughs> He's so oh no wonder y'all together. <laughs> like doing the weird shit? What's your safe word? <laughs> Again, I don't know if that's real. That was good though. Yeah, she was saying all the right shit. Have you ever been tased? Anybody? Uh, no. One time I put on one of those bark collars. Oh. For a dog, <laughs> and I turned it up to the max, and I, I powered it on. Oh. Did it hurt? <laughs> no, no. Interesting. I thought it was gonna. It I, definitely made me move a little. Yeah, <laughs> I have been tased. Um, oh. Yeah, when I was in Boy Scouts, um, our leader was a cop, and this just shows our, you know, our system. Yeah. And we were learning about, yeah, something about police work or something, and we were being really rowdy, and we kept an inside joke where we were like, haha, you're going to have to tase us to get us to shut up. And he's like, if I, if I tase one of you, will you please shut up and let me go through this? And we're like, hell yeah. So we did. And then... So we listened to the whole thing, and then afterwards he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna tase one of you. Who's it gonna be?" And me, being an idiot, was like, "Yeah, cool, I'll do it." <laughs> you know, you know, I had to be under 16 or something like that, and so oh, I had to be much younger. I don't know. So yeah, we went out to his front lawn. He had the the just the, obviously not the gun one because right. that hooks, but he did it, and it was the worst feeling ever. <laughs> like there's there's still moments where like like I feel phantom 
Oh, wow. <laughs> like, shocks. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Don't get tased. It's it's the worst. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> good old Utah, baby. Are you shooting in Utah or yeah. are you... Cedar City? It's only six hours away, thankfully. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's awesome. Yeah. All right, so we got a last one here, and we have a favorite on this show: anesthesia videos. That's right, baby. <laughs> so, that's right. Well, I'm there's glad you're there's it plenty back. of them on the internet, and I've got a new one for us. What does that say? It's just the names of all the nurses that are working right now. Whose last name is Newswanker? Um, Newswander. (laughs) Oh. And that's one of the doctors. That's one of the surgeons. (laughs) That is a wanker. You have, that would have been a tough name to grow up with. What if your last name was Wanker? <laughs> and you were a news wanker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being an anchor, but you're a wanker. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you gotta you gotta have at least one anesthesia. You know what I mean? Alright, let's see if it'll do it. Still good? Does it suck? Still recording? I think it is. All right. Oh, and we're good. All we're right. Good. Beautiful. Well, that was awesome. That was <laughs> yeah. awesome. That was fun. You gotta have. We gotta have. We always have to have at least that. Yeah. We have, we have a few uh, segments, but that's usually the one we have to have. <laughs> that's inspired by. Um, do you listen to Tom Segura's podcast, Your Mom's House? Mm. <laughs> I love Tom Segura. Please do not watch his his live shows. Uh, we talked about this last episode, but so he normally in his like normal podcasting things, their their videos are pretty outlandish, but not like super insane. Yeah. But then he does a live show where you can you can rent it online, and we he got it for me, and I love Tom Segura. His yeah. stand up is he's amazing. He's fun. I'm sorry, Tom Segura, but that was the. The comedy was great. Him and his interaction with his wife was hilarious, but there was just some of the worst videos. <laughs> it's like showed. two girls, one cup level. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was awful. It's hard to watch. <laughs> it's so bad. But now I've done it, and now I don't have to do it again. So yeah, <laughs> thank you, Sean. The show. Well, we've got a couple of questions here. If you guys want right, to, let's hit them. Answer yeah, some questions. More questions. Yes. All right. This question is. If you could be any living person for one day, who would it be and why? LeBron James. Oh, there he is for that space. <laughs> that jam was quick. Money. Easy, easy. <laughs> why LeBron James? Um, just because, like, I want to know what it's like to be that big and fast and strong and can jump that high. To be the goat. To be the goat. Yeah. He's the goat. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and plus he seems like a cool dude. Like he's got a lot of money. Yeah. So like, I would just wake up and I would like dunk a few basketballs and then I would go, go, <laughs> go wherever I want. Go hang out with Bugs Bunny. Go hang out with Bugs Bunny <laughs> and like. Lola. <laughs> I was I was thinking the same thing about the rock. What does it feel like to be oh, that man. big and muscular? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not that big or muscular. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's funny about LeBron James because I'm so I'm playing NBA 2K uh 21. Yeah. I I don't watch sports at all, but I I am obsessed with that game. <laughs> I play it almost every night. Yeah. And uh I'm on a team, I'm on the Lakers. Yeah. 
And it's so funny because I'll I'll make like a three pointer and I'm like woo, and the Tom Brady's like three pointer from Alex Watson. That LeBron James though, blah 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 blah. And every single time, it's just always about LeBron James. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, okay, it's my career, two K, <laughs> yeah, not exactly. LeBron's career. He's thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you rock for you. Yeah. The Rock and and I would probably when I was him I would probably Venmo myself like a million dollars. Oh, <laughs> smart, really smart. Yeah. You thought about this? Yes. Yeah. That's uh, man, so. that's a good question. I don't know. Anyone can be anyone for how long? A day? A day? Just a day. You know what? I probably now hold. Hold on, but for, let me finish what I'm saying. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, now, not because I love and respect This interview him. is over. No, <laughs> I absolutely hate, hate Jeff Bezos, but I would literally in one day just be like, here's all my money to the homeless, or here's all my money. Like, I would actually in one day come up with a plan. Well, I don't know. I'd have to hire some smarter people. <laughs> hire them and be day. like, hey, I want to give up all my money. It has to be gone by today. And yes, I went to space, but who cares? Can we just like get me get this like and or give it to my workers if at the very least. Like, well, right. I know he's not the CEO anymore, I guess. Whatever, but he can but. still give them money. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like yeah. and I know he still gets money, even though he's not CEO, he still gets like a monthly thing from Amazon. So but I would do something with Jeff Bezos money to just change the world and then come back to my life. And then he comes back like <laughs> Where the fuck is well, all yeah, my money? Why am I the one in a box? Why? Oh, I'm in but a all of a sudden, rocket. the world likes me because I donated oh, it all. That's true. Dang. Uh, <laughs> yeah, somehow make it anonymous. I don't know. That's Man, good. Fuck that guy. I know. I could talk forever about him <laughs> going too. to space. And Did like, you see I'm Bo Burnham's special yet? Dude, I have not. <laughs> I know the song, so but good. I have not seen it yet. Please. Oh, you still have it. No, oh, I know the song because it's all over <laughs> it's TikTok. Uh, everything. After yeah. you listen to this podcast, please stop what you're doing <laughs> and go watch inside. Okay, we'll do uh, it. It's oh, so that's good. good. Cool. Okay. What's another one? Uh, you've got a lot of experience with this, Watson. Okay. Uh-oh. It says, online dating is hard. Here it is. Especially with the intro message. Uh, do you have any tips on how to stand out on that first message? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I am a pro. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's not a good thing to be a pro at, uh, at online dating. I would say always start with something that's, that is something to do with their profile. Always say something like, um, bring up a con like always start with a conversation. Like I w- definitely still say, Hey, my name is whatever and blah, blah, blah. But then I would always like find something specific that sticks out to you in their profile and comment on it. And then don't just like leave the conversation, keep the conversation going. And like, yeah, uh, that, that's a big tip. I would also say, make your profile fun. Like, Give them something to work off of. Yeah, if you if you're just like shirtless pics and no <laughs> descriptions, I mean, I guess there is going to be women who who go for that. But if you want someone, I think, lasting, make your profile fun and make it you and make it. Uh, and I, that's the kind of thing with online dating that's hard is like you can't really be you in a screen. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Try that the best you can. Yeah, uh, I love that you were like <laughs> experience, but I do, I do for sure. <laughs> I have no experience on online dating. Well, there you go. Nice. I've never, I've never You're a lucky had, one. I've Hell never yeah. had like Tinder or Bumble or OkCupid or any. How's it? How's it like to have a life, Christian? <laughs> <laughs> it fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, I'm just. Uh, I guess I've been lucky that I've met people 
at like jobs or mm-hmm. school or I was in a, I, I, I've had like a long, I was in a long relationship. Um, I was lucky enough to be in a long relationship for like 13 years, 14 years. Oh, so it's like, I didn't have to deal with any of that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I, I do well, I do better in that situation just because a, my confidence is a little bit better if I'm going to be honest. And then, yeah. (laughs) And then B like, I have a hard time going from friends to, I don't believe in the friend zone or anything like that, but I'm just saying making that shift from, Hey, I know you to, Hey, let's go on a date. Even though it's just as simple as, Hey, you want to go like, that's all you yeah. got to do. It's but so for some reason it it's hard me. for me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. but like it, but with online dating, you, that's all out of the way. Cause you, you're for the most part, you both know you're at yeah. least either in it for sex, I guess. Or if you're, if you are looking for somebody, you're going to meet up for a date. Right. Like it's usually, yeah. Yeah. So, it takes away any of the guesswork. Yeah. So that's why I think I've, yeah, that's where I. But now I've had a girlfriend for over a year, so we. Nice man. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I would. Me. I would also say like, don't worry about going too over the top on the first date because you're really just seeing how you, oh, how yeah. you do in person. Like, yeah. for example, I talked to this girl. We we met on Hinge. We talked for like a month. I was like, this is the coolest person I've ever talked to. As soon as we met in person, there was no chemistry. Oh, it was it was damn. the weirdest thing. I've I'd never had that before. But I was yeah. like, thank goodness we, <laughs> you know didn't you know put it get our hopes up i guess too much but. yeah yeah for yeah sure. I, don't, I, I say go all in first date like, like, <laughs> yeah. like marching let, hot, hot yeah, air balloon let, no i mean like let the freak flag fly go uh, i see what you're saying <laughs> like i mean if you want to take a marching band go for it but, or a hot air balloon but i'm saying like at least as i'm getting older like i i my time is so valuable that i'm yeah. like look i'm fucking weird like and <laughs> like can you hang yeah there or, you go are you interested in this yeah. like and if not cool that's fine but i'm on to the next there person. you go to the yes yep i'm looking yep. for the there yes you, you know what i mean i'm yeah back to I the earlier that. conversation Embra- i'm embracing no's in all aspects of my life so. i love that <laughs> yeah exactly are there more cool. questions uh no but we do have a Ooh, one, one last yeah. segment okay. so we close every episode with an excerpt from a book or something. Sometimes we do the classic gangster novel Teflon, which uh, Watson owns. I use uh, the alphabet of manliness. And would you like to read today? (laughs) I would love to. So we're just going to pick a letter (laughs) and then you can just pick a a a paragraph from that letter. Wait, how do I find a letter? Is there? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, Uh, I see. What's a good letter? W for D- Watson. W, w for so Watson. I have to find a paragraph with W in it. No, so go Help to me. go to the letter W. Okay. Teach me how to work this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't magic. own a dictionary. <laughs> we are in V. Uh, oh. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> okay. So W. Um. Hmm. W is for what? What is it? Oh, okay. Do, is, do I have to do this in any particular voice? I mean, you know, British or <laughs> <laughs> what, however you like. W is for winner. Winner. Okay. This is great. A winner is a loser who sucks at losing. And if there's anything I suck at, it's losing. Here's the definitive list of winners. Me. King Giadora. Steve Buscemi. Lesbians. Flying squirrels. Red Twizzlers, mm. Castlevania 134 Symphony of the Night, Dawn of Sorrow, <laughs> Kung Pao Shrimp, Theodore Roosevelt, Mushy Moshi, Ivan the Terrible, Extra Sharp Cheddar Cheese, Monsters, Fried Chicken, and Chops. Oh my gosh, brilliant. 
Do I keep going? Oh, is that the yeah, I'm curious uh, that. It says how to how, win. How to win. Oh. <laughs> People often ask me, Maddox, you're handsome, smart, witty, successful, testicularly blessed, and you smell <laughs> really good, like smoked ham. How do you do it? How does one person become such a spectacular winner? Oh, man. Here's how. <laughs> Rule number one. Always compete with weaker opponents. <laughs> and, and that's fucking true. Right? <laughs> like, if you're gaming, get a Smurf account and just own everybody. <laughs> Smurf all day long. That's great. <laughs> yeah, specifically animals, children, old people, and <laughs> mental patients. <laughs> Yeah, dude. That's great. If I can ever, like, athletically compete with children or old people, you better believe I am oh. dunking on those people. Man, and that, ac- that accent. Yeah, that just, it's that like, just fit perfectly. Like the worst cold British accent. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Gary Oldman. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, man. Well, cool. I mean, I think, uh, I think we're getting to the end so i mean what is there anything like you got going on or anything you want to plug any plugs or any socials or whatever uh do i I mean let's see what can i plug um i I, uh, um donate to Watson's campaign. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. It's what, Bundy Manor? BundyManor.com. BundyManor.com. Even after it's I'm done. I'm going to donate right now. Oh, Watch stop this. it. This shit. No way. Let's go. Back thank this, you. Back this project. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and after it's over, I think there's still like an option that you can donate. So if you if you want to, great. So thank you for, look at this guy. <laughs> Bundy Manor VIP, 100 bucks right here. Wow. No, stop Jeez. it. Are you serious? <laughs> You're making yeah. me look bad, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you give me, you're my VIP, Sean. All right. No, this was great. I knew it was going to be great because of how much fun we had last time. And you got such awesome stories. And I can't wait to hear the next one in three years. Yeah, three years from now, look me up. Um, You know, we'll hang out. I'll read the next chapter of The Art of Men. You'll be the next uh, Loki. And uh... I hope so. Tom, retire, dude. It's it's time. It's time to just take 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 off the... But you do have a Twitter, though, right? I do. Yeah, Twitter is uh, at... Caprentice, C-A-P-R-E-N-T-I-C-E. I, I've fallen out of love with Twitter. Mm. It brings up, I, I get angry, so I'm, I'm not really on that. But Instagram, I do have a slight addiction oh, to that. Okay, there so you go. Instagram, whatever's better. Hit me up at the Instagram at Christian Prentice. Christian, like the religion, and Prentice, <laughs> P-R-E-N-T-I-C-E. Uh, that's where Damn. I will most likely respond to your DMs and followbacks. Um, cool. I'm sure slide I'll, in those DMs. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably yeah slide in my DMs, please. <laughs> I'm so lonely. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to plug this podcast and let people know awesome. to my 11,000 followers. Yeah, yeah, most of nice. which are real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yes, uh, very cool, man. Yeah, I don't know. Black Lives Matter. There you go. <laughs> thanks Woo! again for listening, everyone. Yeah, we thanks, love, guys, you. love you. Bye.